Hey there. Thanks for tuning in to Ermia Matters, a podcast about higher education, risk management, and insurance. Let's get to it. Hi, everyone. This is Julie Groves, Director of Risk Services at Wake Forest University in Winston-Salem, North Carolina, and I'm also the current Ermia president. I'm your host for today's episode of Ermia Matters, and we're coming to you from lovely Baltimore, Maryland, where the National Office staff and the Ermia Executive Committee are meeting to discuss next year's priorities and to also preview next year's conference space. Today on the podcast, we'll be discussing a couple of Ermia's most recent member surveys. And with me is Jenny Whittington, everyone's favorite executive director of Ermia. And we also have Jim Mulholland of Grinnell College. So welcome, you all. Thank you for being on the podcast today. Thank you. So, Jenny, everyone knows you because you're famous. So I'm going to ask Jim to tell folks a little bit about himself. So, Jim, why don't you let us know about yourself? Jim Mulholland. And uh, I work at Grinnell College, and I worked there for 34 years. I'm the Director of Compensation and Risk Management, which is a very odd marriage, but uh, it does work pretty well for me. And I'm also the treasurer of Hermia. Well, great. We are glad to have you on the podcast today. Have you been on a podcast before? I never have. Well, welcome. We're so glad that you joined us today, and we hope that your first podcast is a lovely experience. So a few months ago, Hermia relaunched a our compensation service. We do this every few years. And so, Jenny, would you tell us a little bit about Ernia's compensation survey? Absolutely. And always a pleasure to be a, a guest on the podcast where Julie is the host. I Correct. Mean, she, Not guest host. But she's host. amazing at this and just so happy to be together with her and the rest of the staff and the executive committee here in Baltimore. We're going to have a great time and everybody should look forward to coming to this beautiful spot. Lovely. And it's, I mean, it's like 70 degrees November 1st. I mean, it's crazy. It's great. So, yes, the salary survey, or what we called this last time the compensation survey. I believe it was maybe 2006 or 2007, the first year that Ermia embarked on a kind of a a formal salary survey, as it was. And before that, Ermia had been doing them very informally by volunteers every so often. And that year, the board decided that they wanted to invest um, in a consultant doing it. And, um, you know, we, we spent some money on it and it was, it was comprehensive, but um, we were kind of dissatisfied. The board was dissatisfied with the information they got. And Christine Ike at that point said, you know, I really, I enjoy doing surveys and I have some analytic friends that I can call upon. And she started doing our surveys for us, which was, was awesome because she really understood the higher education landscape. And she had these buddies who were doing statistics and analysis. So the most recent three are in the library. They're right under the resources tab there. It's the salary survey. If you're logged into the Ermia site and remember, you'll be able to get a direct link to it there. And it'll be in the show notes. But we, we did just do the 2022 compensation um, study. And then the, the there's also one from 2018 and 2015. So the difference between the two is we added a few nuances to the 2022 
compensation study, kind of based on some feedback and just trends that we were aware of. But the, the results that we got in 2022, quite honestly, we, we just didn't have a great number of people take the survey this time. So it's good data. It's positive. I mean, I know there were some, some interesting nuances that Army members got more bonuses than maybe they had in the past or retention kind of things. So there were some interesting um, metrics in there, but I would encourage people to look at the 2018-2015 to kind of look at things over time. So yeah, we've, we've been doing them for a long time. They, they are one of the most popular resources in the Ermia library. So yeah, thanks for bringing this up, Julie. Well, so what types, for those who haven't looked at the survey, what types of information does the survey typically ask for? Oh my gosh, it asks a lot. And going back to Christina being in charge of this, you know, people um, in the early years of Ermia, like my early years in 2005, 2006, it was really popular to ask, where do you report to in the organization? So there's a whole part of the, of the study that's about, you know, what percentage reports to the business officer, what, what percentage of our membership report to legal counsel. So that's kind of interesting. And, and to see like what other responsibilities the, the risk management person might have. Those things are in there. We also asked about the male-female ratio. And then there are several other pretty interesting things that you might, like if you're trying to benchmark against another program, you know, to kind of see what other people are doing. And for those of you who are interested, we do have a podcast from earlier this year where we spoke to Christine a little bit more in depth about this compensation survey. So we recently sent out another smaller survey that focused specifically on um, those who are able to do hybrid work or who have to work from home. So sort of what people's current work arrangements are. So why do we decide to do that? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's interesting because I think, you know, that's been a question we've all been asked in the last year. Like, are you, are you going back to work full time? Are you going back one day a week? Or, you know, what is that? And, um, and a member, Gracie Swift from Arizona State University, she actually asked us if we would consider doing it Ermia um, wide so she could get a, a larger kind of sample. And we had, you know, really great results. This was a quick survey. We sent it out a few times to the membership and we found a sweet spot where our members like to respond to things on Friday afternoons. So you might see a trend in our future survey, um, surveying the members, you know, where we, we try to find those gap, those little pockets of time where our members might be available to take a, a few minutes to respond to a survey. Well, it was great because it was, you know, five questions, so it didn't take any time. Exactly. And people are pretty interested in this topic. Definitely, definitely. And I assume that we will publish the results of the survey at some point. Yeah, definitely. I'm not exactly sure if we're going to repost, if we're going to post it again and try to get additional, or um, we will definitely share the analysis in in coming weeks. So, just talking more in general about these surveys, Jim, how are these types of surveys used? in general, by people out in the world, by people out in, in the Army listener land? So compensation, the, 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 one of the main things about compensation is comparisons to other institutions that are similar in size, similar in the type of programs that are run, um, help, 
help us with determining where positions can be placed within a compensation structure. It also tells us as a compensation professional, whether we are paying competitive wage and there are also other ways, other things that people are looking at. And so like this, this new survey that came out in regard to work scheduling and um, whether people are working in a hybrid schedule or they're working fully remote. All of those things are important to the aspect of how colleges compete with each other for limited resources. Um, risk management, um, not only are we competing with other colleges, we are competing with the world. Many corporations, you know, they have risk managers and they have specialty positions. Um, and for, for us, we're trying to compare what we do and how we pay and uh, comparing that to not only other colleges, but to the national market. So it is very important. So the more information we can get, the more valid the survey becomes, the better the data. So how would someone like me use this, this survey information for my professional life? So as an individual, most surveys are not out there nationally so you can just look at them. This kind of a survey, though, is, is provided through um, your organization, ERMIA. And, and because of that, you have access to, to information that may not be fully available to people like myself um, in compensation. And, and it is good information to benchmark with other positions, other institutions. And, and it's, it's good for us to be able to say, geez, this is what the, the market is paying in higher education. Um, and, and I think that that's really the important thing for professionals such as ourselves that work in risk management is to get an idea where should we pay. So if uh, our listeners have questions or they want to find more resources on the changing, ever-changing, which it always has been, but especially now after COVID, the ever-changing higher ed workplace, do you have any suggestions where they might be able to find those resources? I, I definitely do. I mean, our good friends at Coupa HR, this is definitely their space. Um, and I know Jim is very familiar with Coupa HR and Ermi has worked with them, you know, numerous things over the years, have a lot of respect for their work, and they're constantly doing surveys. And actually, when we published our, our uh, 2022 results, we included a couple references to um, a couple risk management positions that, that fell into the, into the Coupa study. But most of the Ermia members are members of Coupa HR. So, I mean, you can definitely tap into their resources and they have a very progressive education team that is, is always serving their members. And the executive director of um, Coupa, um, Andy Brantley, he reported at a meeting I was at in December, you know, the 
the seriousness of the HR issues in higher education, which I think we're all, you know, very aware of. Um, and I think, you know, it's a risk management issue, really. You know, and it's something that we should all consider for the future. So we will have some resources linked on the show notes. We had some presentations at the annual conference, I believe. And so we'll have some of that information in there. But as always, for anyone who listens to this and, you know, if you're interested in getting more information or you're interested in looking at the compensation survey and the hybrid uh, remote, the remote hybrid in-person work survey, when that is finally published, we will provide you all with links for that as well. So does anybody have any final suggestions or comments before we wrap up our episode today? I just wanted to, yeah, comment on a couple. We did have a great session that's recorded um, from the Indianapolis conference. It was called COVID Risks That Are Here to Stay. It was done by our good friend, Sandy Mitchell at MIT. Uh, Juan Azcarte from Texas Wesleyan, Tamara Helm from um, Gallagher. Um, the session was really uh, well attended at the conference. So I would encourage everybody who has um, access to the recordings from the conference to check that out. We also did a virtual community. I think it was a compliance community um, session. It was called The Great Resignation and Quiet Quitting. Um, it wasn't actually recorded, but it was a really robust discussion. Our friend Jeff Chasen at University of Kansas did that. And I'm sure Jeff would, would definitely um, be a good good resource to reach out to. How about you, Jim? Any closing thoughts? Well, uh, mainly that compensation surveys, like any other survey, um, is more valid when most of your your uh, survey group participates, and, and that's really the the most important thing for us to look at is that we're all splintered between very large institutions, very small institutions. And in order for us to get good data for each of those groups, which we do ask questions about that, um, it's helpful to have a significant number of participants. Um, And and so I, I just encourage everyone uh, to participate as much as possible in these surveys so we can provide you with uh, really good data that is useful in your jobs and useful in your educational institutions. Great. Well, and as Jenny said, we'll be looking for opportunities through the coming months to send out perhaps a few other micro-surveys on topics of interest. So everyone be sure to be on the lookout for that because to Jim's point, the more people that participate, the more valuable the information is. So I want to thank you both for being on the podcast today. It's very helpful and we will look forward to the results of our latest mini survey. And uh, this wraps another edition of Ermia Matters. You've been listening to Ermia Matters. You can find more information about Ermia at www.urmia.org. For more information about this episode, check out the show notes available to Ermia members in the Ermia Network Library. 